Welcome to RealtyPitch.com, featuring your host, Akos Jankira, and friends. Learn how to become an elite real estate agent right here on RealtyPitch.com. Hi there, I'm your host, Akos Jankira for RealtyPitch.com. All right, so today's podcast, I wanted to talk to you about um, sincerity, all right? So we covered bonding, we talked a little about that, we talked about social media, we've talked about a few topics, and if you haven't heard these topics, go back and listen to some of the podcasts on RealtyPitch.com, because um, we're the podcast that we're trying to improve your skills to become an excellent real estate agent, an elite real estate agent, we talk about that. And elite salespeople, they have skills. They have certain skills they practice, they rehearse, they get good at it, they make their skills a reflex, we talked about that. Um, it has to be a reflexive behavior. Uh, okay. So last time I talked about social media and what to do with social media, we'll go on to other podcasts about how to use social media to your advantage. But the last podcast I talked about how some people use social media that actually cost them at the price of their brand. You got to be very careful on how you use them. Today, I wanted to talk about interactions and sincerity. Now, I watch a lot of people in my life, especially at my brokerage, and I watch people's interactions, and I say to myself, that interaction was really good versus that interaction which was troubling, bad. And I know you've watched this, and I know you felt it about the interactions. Now, we talked about the four types of people. We're going to delve into that in later podcasts, and you can also check on that on RealtyPitch.com. We have training videos there on how to uh, identify the four different personalities and how to adapt to that and how to make your customer um, uh, comfortable. But today is about sincerity because the bottom line is sincerity sells. Now, this is crazy because I don't want you to fake sincerity. What you need to do is bring out your sincerity because everybody has sincerity, but they show it in different ways. They have different um, mannerisms that reflect sincerity. Everybody is sincere. Um, I can tell you something. Even sociopaths can fake sincerity to the point you think they're sincere. Now, I'm not suggesting you do that, but I want you as a human being in the humanity of things, you can be very sincere. And other people pick up on that sincerity. And sincerity is something that will... Um, escalate and um, your bonding experience, all right? But you're going to have to figure out how to be sincere and, um, and how to get that level of communication with your client and your customer that that sincerity that you have in you comes out naturally, all right? Now, let me tell you something. When I was on television... Remember, you know, my name is Akos Jankira. My mother tongue is Hungarian. And here I am making a, a, and also I had a severe stutter when I was younger. Here I am making a living on television. However, when I'm tired and when I'm uh, not on my game, the producer, see on television, there's a couple people watching you. There's a producer, there's a director, there's somebody punching the show, which means the cameras are different. They can push through somebody pushing the cameras. Think about sports. You know, in sports, there's I don't know how many cameras. It seems like to be like hundreds of them. And there's a person who actually pushes the button to show you what camera you see at that time. And that helps tell the story, right? So that actually helps the TV camera and the TV crew 
um, um, give you a more sincere presentation that you are more related to. And the more related to you are to that, uh, the better it is uh, for the viewer. And then you stick to the channel. You don't, cha you don't, you don't channel surf. Well, you want that interaction with your realty customer to make sure they're not channel surfing. Now, let's break it down. How do you interact with people? You do it by text. And I'll make text and like email and text kind of so I so faceless interaction, emails and text. Um, phone call interactions, and maybe FaceTime. It's kind of a better phone call. And of course, personal interactions. All right. Given those categories, let me tell you where sincerity comes out with you the most. That's when they can see your eyes. Across four eyes. It's an old Hungarian saying, across a table. So across four eyes. So where they can see your eyes is the most form of sincere interaction that you're going to get. You've heard it all before, texting and emailing. Uh, you know, uh, lost in translation, easily misunderstood. Of course, it's easily misunderstood because they can't see you. They can't see your body language. They can't see your eye movements. And this really all comes down to what kind of level of bonding that you're making with the client. So as a rule, I will always do phone calls over texts or emails if I can, because I'm closer to being more sincere. And of course, if I'm on a phone call and you have like, uh, maybe you're on an Apple or something, do a FaceTime. FaceTime is better than a phone call because you see each other's facial interactions. You're getting closer to being your most sincere. In person, though, is absolutely your most sincere interaction. When you can see each other close, across four eyes, that is the most interaction. So always, always, when you're trying to be with a customer, strive to have that close interaction and strive to do that in person, all right? So that's your always your goal to be across four eyes in person because that's the most sincere interaction. I'm going to talk about that more in a second, how to achieve, even when you're close and you're personal across four eyes, how that interaction can go better, all right? Don't take the lazy way out. The lazy way out, listen, I communicate by text and I communicate by email too, more text than email, but that's only after I've established the bond with the customer. Only after I've established a bond that they actually believe that we are sincere. There's a sincere bond between us. That's when you can default to texts. I watch people in the office avoid interacting with people. They avoid it. They, they go to text right away. They go to email right away. Let me tell you something. I'll beat you every time. I hope all of my competitors do that because I understand clearly what it means to interact sincerely with the client. Okay? So lose. So I want you to text, but I don't want you to text immediately. To refrain the texts and the emails to after you've made your most sincere connection with the customer. And of course, the most sincere connection is best as person. Second best is like a FaceTime video chat. Third best is phone call. Fourth best is text. Last most impersonal one is email. All right.
So climb that ladder. Get that up there. Get that ladder up there. Okay? Sincerity. All right. Now let me tell you, I always relate this to my television career because my television career is where I learned my chops and how to be in front of people and deal with people. And as you know, I've got 10,000 hours of live television underneath my belt. And, and I had a guy in my ear, I'm going to relate to this guy, his name was David. He was, he's a good friend of mine. I'm godfather of his son. So David, I met David, not in person, I met David in my ear. Because on television, you'll always notice there's an earpiece, usually on the other side of the camera. So if the camera's on this side, it's kind of hidden. And of course, the camera's on this side, we put it over here. And he's talking to me all the time. Camera one, camera two. You know why he was saying camera one, camera two? Because there's nothing worse than you watching me when I'm faced this way and you're not looking at my eyes. So they understood television sincerity is get the person to look into the eyes of the customer watching. So that the customer watching could see their eyes. So he is trying to make me more sincere by connecting me with the person watching. And that's exactly what you should do with your client. Imagine how poorly a personal interaction would be if you're not looking at the person. Uh-oh. Seriously. What do we do all the time? Ever go to a restaurant and watch people uh, eating dinner? They're all looking at their phones. Let me tell you something. When you meet that customer and you do not have that bond yet, put your phone down. And the reason you want to put your phone down isn't because you're not interested and all that. You can actually be interested in somebody. And, well, it's not the highest level of interest, but it, there is an interest there. You ever been to somebody, they're, they're texting, and I'm listening, I'm listening. No, you're not. You're not looking at me. So looking at you in the eyes is important. Television makes me or makes everybody look into the camera. And it isn't because I want to see where the camera is. It's for the customer's benefit so they can see the whites of your eyes. Very important. So in a personal interaction, put your phone down. The second thing that when my producer used to feel, hey, you're not connecting with the customer well enough. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been with a client in person and you feel like you're not connecting well enough? I do it all the time, especially if you're cold. Like we have a window at our brokerage, so some people stop at the window and we go out and talk to the people at the window, and I can tell you a good interaction, and I can tell you a bad interaction. Let's break that down. The good interaction is this great feeling of, listen, I'm sincere, they're sincere, we're both being sincere, there's a great bond going on here. Or they're cold, they don't want to connect with me, uh, the ice is not broken yet, um, obviously I'm annoying to them, right? What's the difference between those two interactions? How can you fix it quickly? And here's a technique I learned that I'll share with you right now. Take them on a journey. You're saying, what? Take them on a journey. Remember those words. Take them on a journey. Tell them a story. How do you get the kids, how do you get your children uh, to pay attention to you? You tell them a story. They pay attention to a good story. Now, here's a distinction. It's very important that the stories are always truthful. So let me give you an example of a interaction at a window. Cold call, customers never talked to me before, I've never talked to the customer, and they're staring at a picture on the window, maybe a house listing, 
and what we would do. A bad interaction starts like this. Uh, can I help you with anything? That's a terrible interaction. I mean, it's better than no interaction, but just better. And of course, the customer always will tell you, no, I'm just looking. Period. Never use the words, how can I help you, or can I help you, because you automatically get the reflexive response, no, I'm just looking. Let me tell you the story about that. I bought a 944 Candy Apple Red Porsche in 1984, brand new at a dealership. Saved my money. I finally got to the place in life where I could go in there and purchase my Candy Apple Red 944. I knew everything about that car. I watched it. I read about it. I got my magazines back then. We didn't have the internet. I loved that car. I wanted that car. And a goal in life when I was younger to buy that car. And the day came when I went to downtown Fine Cars in Toronto. I walked into that dealership and right in front of me was a 944 Candy Apple Red Porsche. Exactly the way I wanted it. And I was ready to buy. A salesperson walked up to me and said, can I help you? My immediate response was, no, I'm just looking. The heck I was just looking. I was there to buy it. But my reflex was, no, I'm just looking. I've learned that the most insincere response will give you, insincere question will give you the most insincere response. Listen to that. That's important. The most insincere comments will give you the most insincere responses. Give them a question that they can have a reflexive answer to. The answer will always come at you. So break that cycle. Okay? When I'm at the window of a real estate window, and there's a couple staring at a listing, talking to themselves, take them on a journey. Now, here's a journey that I take them on. It's a personal journey. Always look to your heart. What is personal for you? And share that. Don't make up anything. Always be truthful. So they're staring at the condo, maybe a condo in the window, and I'll walk up behind them and say, uh-oh. They look at you and go, what do you mean, uh-oh? Oh, be careful. Be careful? Why? Why? That's what happened to me. I was once with my wife staring at a window just like this, and there was a condo on a piece of paper just like that. And sure enough, a day later, I was at a showing, and we bought a condo. Some real estate agent came out and started talking to us. Next thing you know, I bought a condo. Hi, my name's Akos. I'm that real estate agent. You see what I did there? I took them on a journey. The journey is important. Because when I take them on a journey that reflects my personal experience, I am being... Sincere, very sincere, because I'm sharing something about myself with them. I'm sharing something about myself with them. In fact, in that particular moment, I'm sharing a vulnerable part of myself with them. And usually when I talk like that, the customer at the window starts giggling or laughing. And go, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. How long ago did that happen? Well, I guess now it's 15 years. You see what happens there? 
I'm interacting with the customer naturally. I am eliciting a natural response from them. Let me translate that for you. A sincere response from them. And now they are starting to ask questions. How long have you been here? Where did you look at? What did you buy? The fact that that customer didn't bark a response, no, I'm just looking, but started to engage with me first with a smile and a giggle. You know, oh, one time I had a guy goes, oh, you poor bugger. And I looked at him and said, I'm not sure. I think right now you're the poor guy <laughs> looking at the window. But sincerity, take them on a journey. And in real estate, you have so many journeys that you can take them on. And if you can share a personal story and take them on a journey, that's the most sincere that you can be, right? And use that technique a lot because this is a way for you to be sincere. You're acting as yourself because you're sharing a personal story, right? This naturally, even the most insincere, um, doesn't talk person, kind of an introvert, if they're starting to share a story about themselves, their sincerity comes out. And if you can do that, your connection with the customer will be very strong, way stronger than, can I help you? No, I'm just looking. <laughs> Let's break that down for a second. Why do you think, can I help you? It's a very insecure statement when they say that, isn't it? Like, I watch agents do that. Anything I can help you with? Customer goes, no, get lost. But they don't say get lost, but they, they're, if they're polite, they go, the most polite answer is uh, no. <laughs> Remember my Porsche story. Can I help you? No, I'm just looking. And there I am, ready to buy a candy apple red 944 Porsche. The reason I said that is because the world has made that a reflex for me. It's my defense mechanism. It's very insincere. Can I help you is pretty insincere. Everybody says it. And because everybody says it, it's worn out. Maybe there was a day way back when that had some value, but that must have been in the you know 1800s or something. And society has learned that the easiest way to get rid of a salesperson is I'm just looking. What's another one that we think to hear about all the time? I'll break this down crudely. Do you want to buy it? No, I'll think about it. Another reflexive, insincere answer. So avoid that insincereness. Take them on a journey, a personal journey. Share a personal experience with them that you had like them. Because you've probably bought a house before, and it's a big, scary thing. Right? You got to share a personal story. If it's a funny story, it's even better. If it's a vulnerable story, it's great. And in real estate, you can do that. So this is my takeaway on this. Sincerity sells. And if you're not a naturally sincere or you're an introvert, you don't know what to say or do, and you and you automatically start doing these reflexes like can I help you? 
stop. Share with them a story that actually means something to you so that they can elicit a sincere response. All right? That's the important thing. And think about all those times you can do it. Like, let's say you're showing a house. Never show a house by saying, this is the bathroom. This is the three bedrooms. This is the this is the this and this is the that. That's not selling. That's poorly guiding. When you're in a house, just share stories. Here's one. Wow, double sinks. Holy moly. I gotta tell you, one time a double sink cost me a lot of money. Customer goes, What do you mean? Well, you know, I was in this condo. And my wife was complaining that we had only one sink in the master bathroom. And then every time I was in there, she had to go to the other bathroom to do her things because she wanted the privacy and she wanted the space. And the single sink in the one master bedroom wasn't helping. So I said, okay, you know, let's go find a double sink house. Anyways, we ended up buying a $1.7 million. Actually, it was worth $1.7 million. We sold it. It was a $900,000 house. Primarily, it started because we were looking for a double sink in the master bedroom. I go, be careful with this double sink. Mine was expensive. See what I did there? I shared a very vulnerable story. And that's a true story, by the way. A vulnerable story about the double sink. This house has the benefit of a double sink. That's a marriage saver in some cases. But I didn't tell them that. I shared a story about that in my personal life. Sincerity sells. And if you don't know how to be sincere... Take them on a journey. Tell them a personal story. And think about all the personal stories you have. Let me tell you something. I've told that double sink story a lot. Probably at every house that had a double sink. All right? When I go to a house and there's in the bathtub, I don't say this is the bathtub. I say, my gosh, I love bathtubs. You know, I have a lot of people on my phone and texting and calling, but my family knows that that first half hour in the day is mine because I'm a bathtub guy. I love collecting my day's thoughts in the bathtub. I love bathtubs. It's my solace. It's my paradise. It's my, it's my turn getaway. It's my, it's see what I did there. Right, tell them a personal story. Sincerity, they relate to that stuff. When I'm in the kitchen, I see a pantry. I don't say this is the pantry. This is the stove. This is the microwave. You know how many realtors I've seen do that? I would say something like, oh, my gosh, I love pantries. You know, what I do in my house, I mean, I mean, we have uh, all my secret snacks are over here on the right side. And then over here is all the important stuff, but the secret stuff is over here. What will you put in your pantry? So I shared with them something personal, and I elicited an, an, an engagement. What will you put in the pantry? Do you have a pantry now? Right? Engagement, sincerity, and if you don't know how to do that, take them on a journey. All right? That's how you create a better bond, and that's how you become an elite real estate agent. All right. Hey, Klaus Jankira here, host of Realty.com, RealtyPitch.com. Listen, go to RealtyPitch.com. Listen, we have a lead generation program there. You can get tons of leads. We have a great platform there. I have training videos, what to do specifically when you get a lead. 
how to nurture the lead, how to get the best results from your lead, how to take him across the goal line faster. I even have a way to way improve your uh, uh, closing ratio and your conversion on internet leads on there. There's some very serious coaching on realtypitch.com. I encourage you to go there, sign up if you want there, and get more information on how to become an elite real estate agent. Until next time, this is Akos Jankira on realtypitch.com.